Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You're listening to Intentionally Inspirational, the podcast for entrepreneurs and those who just want more out of life. Now for your host and author of the upcoming book, The Backwards Route to Forward Progress, Jason Wright. What's going on, Inspire Nation? You guys doing all right? Welcome back to another episode of the show. This is episode number 39. Starting to get up there a little bit, getting exciting. This episode is entitled, Taking Action and Reaching Your Goals with None Other Than Coach K. Now, Coach K may or may not be who you think it is, but you'll have to just keep listening and see. But I do promise you that you will absolutely enjoy this episode. This may become one of your favorites. It's a very, very good episode. I can't wait to get into it. But before we dive into the conversation I had with my guest today, I wanted to stop and reflect and remind you guys as far as why I do what I do. So I watched a YouTube video earlier this week, and it was pretty profound. Um, it really got my attention. It really made me stop and think, and this is the premise of what that video said. It said, it doesn't matter what you do or how you do it, nobody really cares. And before you stop and, and say, what are you talking about? Just hear me out. Hear me out. So I podcast. Big deal. There's hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there. That's kind of the point of the video. Or I write blogs. Or I create content. Well, that doesn't narrow it down to... <laughs> it doesn't put me in a very small group. It puts me into a group with a large number of people. And I'm not going to really stand out in the same way that you're not going to stand out as a uh, fitness trainer or a plumber or a salesman or a whatever you are. Because nobody really cares. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in the way that today's world is so busy and everybody's attention span is so small that nobody really cares what you do. I mean, how many times a week does somebody say, so what do you do? You know, even when we ask that question, I hate to admit it, but we don't really care what the answer is. It's just like, hey, how was your day? Or how about those Colts? Or man, this weather sure is nice. It's just these these introductory statements that people say as a way to greet somebody so it's not awkward or just to make conversation, but you sincerely, you know, how, you know, how often do you sincerely wait or, or want to hear the response? So the purpose of all this, where I'm going with this is I need to refocus based on what this video is saying. This video says nobody cares what you do, but people care why you do it. So if you can convey with passion why you do something, the people that hear that, that also think that way, will become raving fans of yours. So I'm going to use this opportunity and kind of tie that into what I'm doing. So I do the podcast and I do the blog and I create content in various ways. And I'm working on online courses and I'm writing a book and I'm doing all these things for one reason. My one reason is this, and if you've been a listener for a while, I'm sure you know what it is, but perhaps there's new people listening. My reason for doing everything that I do is because I believe that I have a gift of communication and I have a belief of connecting with people, and the purpose or the goal of using all that 
is to make everybody around me better. That, that's just the plain and simple thing. Um, I really love entrepreneurship. I love talking to entrepreneurs. I love influencing entrepreneurs that are stuck with a mindset issue or are struggling with that inner voice telling them they can't do it or has nobody around them that supports them or believes in what they're doing. I love finding those people that have traveled and are traveling the same route that I am and need that common voice. You know, my passion is in everything that I'm doing. You know, somebody asked me earlier this week, they said, what do you do for fun? I said, podcast and blog and create content. They said, no, 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 really. What do you do for fun? I repeated my answer. Guys, I'm not getting paid to do this podcast. The podcast actually costs me money at this point in time. I do it because I enjoy the heck out of doing it. I see the audience growing around the world, and I know that people are listening and paying attention. And if I can impact one person, one person a show, in some way that's positive, it's worth it to me. All I want to do is leave this world a better place than when I got here. That's really the bottom line in the God's honest truth. So intentionally inspirational isn't just some clever name to me. It's kind of a lifestyle. It's a brand. It's a it's my calling card, and I'd love for you guys to embrace that as well. And based on what that video said, if you guys also identify with what I just said, uh, I've got your attention now. Hello. So uh, just something neat to think about. Try applying that to your own life. When people ask you what what you do, try to explain why you do what you do and see how that works for you. I bet you will find that you get more receptive people and more engaged people and uh, people start to find you more interesting. So enough talking for me. Um, we've got a great guest with us today, uh, Ben Kassam is our guest, and uh, let's listen in and see what uh, Coach K and I talked about. Hello, everybody. I've got another exciting guest with me today. I've got a gentleman by the name of Ben Kassam, a.k.a. Coach K, and he doesn't coach Duke. Mm -hmm. um, ben is the best-selling author of a book called Confined to a Cave. He is also a podcast host, and he has his own show called The Coach K Show, and he offers one-on-one -on -one coaching services as well. And I actually found Ben, or he found me, through Instagram. So, again, social media rocks for connecting people like us together. Ben, thank you for coming on to the show. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. No problem at all. Well, my audience here loves to hear about the journey of the guests. So why don't you take a couple of minutes and uh, share your entrepreneurial journey with us and uh, let us know how you got started with what you're doing. Yeah, so I spent a couple years as a teacher. I went to college to be uh, in the, for uh, middle to be a secondary uh, s secondary educator, and graduated from college and moved to Denver, Colorado. I uh, grew up outside of Boston and moved to Denver, Colorado um, the day I graduated college to. Uh, start my job as a middle school physical education teacher. I uh, decided to be a PE teacher because I was very overweight as a kid. I was 215 pounds in the seventh grade, and it took until me getting to high school and meeting my PE teacher to realize that this is not a lifestyle that I wanted to live. And we became really good friends, and over the course of a three- or four-year period, I lost 70 pounds and started competing in um, in fitness sports and things like that and also played lacrosse and um, was a, you know, a high level player by the time I, by the time I graduated. So fitness really was the start of my, of the work that I do now. I look at fitness as one of the prime vehicles or the best vehicles for teaching somebody or spoon feeding somebody personal development. Uh, and that's really what I do now. So I spent two years as a PE teacher, 
uh, kind of giving back to what my previous mentor had done. But in my first year as a teacher, I'd always, I had this goal of writing a book for several years and I started writing confined to a cave in my first year. So this started in the fall of 2014, uh, published the book at the end of the first year. And that started to open up some coaching opportunities for me from there. I sort of knew going into my second year that if I put the work in, I could probably do this full time and not return to my, my job as a teacher, which I did really enjoy. But, um, I was finding that working for myself and, um, being an entrepreneur was more exciting for me. And so I spent most of the year balancing the two, as you mentioned, it's, you know, something you're doing right now is kind of staying up <laughs> to the middle of the night to put things in place and, uh, never really getting enough sleep, but it was really worth it, uh, to, to, put things in place and get systems ready to go full time. Now I am an NLP master practitioner and I run a coaching practice. I help people, basically my work all focuses around helping people to achieve their goals. So the clientele that I work with usually are um, people that are struggling to reach fitness goals, business goals, and even sometimes relationship goals. And I use concepts in NLP and then things that I picked up along the way that seem to really help people make drastic change pretty quickly. Um, I started the Coach K Show podcast this summer, so the beginning of August, I launched the Coach K Show, and that has really exploded in the last few months. Um, I made the new and noteworthy list on iTunes just recently, and from there, uh, it's opened up some some new opportunities. And now I am about to be traveling the world in six weeks from today, I actually leave. So uh, that's one of the reasons I wanted to reach out to people and get on a few shows and, and continue to spread my my influence and what I'm doing before I start traveling so people can can join me for this this new phase of my life. Well, very cool. I, uh, we just got a lot of information there, and I thought of about 25 questions I wanted to ask you based <laughs> on everything you said. So why are you traveling all over the world? What's going on there? I sort of look at this as an opportunity to enhance my personal development, you know, to continue practicing what I preach with personal development. I think as a coach, it's really easy to fall into a groove of, you know, doing your profession full time and, and mastering that, but, but not still practicing what you preach and working to grow yourself. And as a coach, you really can only be as an effective, be an, um, go, you know, go as deep with your clientele as, you as you've gone with yourself and so by traveling i think it's going to open up some doors for me um teach me some things about myself that i haven't learned yet and it's also a good opportunity to to experience some things before i really do sit down and try to grow my business to the to the level that i want to grow it so i think in the grand scheme of things 10 years from now i'll look back at this phase of my life and i'll be like that's kind of where it all started it's a little difficult jason because there's you know there's those times when i go like I could just, you know, stay at home and I could work and I could, you know, put this six or seven months that I'm going to be overseas into the business and I could get there faster. But I'm I'm slowing it down for a couple months to to just experience some new things. And uh, it was nice having two jobs last year to where I was able to save most of my school money. So it's it's something I can I can financially do as well, which you never know. You never know what's going to happen. So it's something that just fits into where I'm at in life right now. Very nice. So this is kind of uh, just off the wall, but you mentioned you were from Boston, right? Yes, sir. I had another guy, I have an aunt out there, but I had a, another guest on the podcast a couple months back, uh, Pat Charette. 
and he was from Boston as well, and he's also in the fitness industry. And as soon as he got out of school, he took off too. So everybody's leaving Boston as soon as they get out of school for some reason. <laughs> I loved growing up there, but I'm much happier in Denver where I live now. Yeah, he's in Chicago, and he said the same thing. So something interesting, uh, something interesting going on there. Well, very, very cool, man. Um, so you're, you're touching on some things that are uh, ringing really true with me, and I'm sure people in the audience as well, but it seems like fitness and mindset and business, a lot of these things really tie in closely with one another. So I, I'm guessing that you probably don't see people who are in horrific shape physically, but have a, a wonderful business or wonder, wonderful relationships at the same time. Am I right there or am I completely missing it? Right. You're, you're hundred percent right. And so that's actually what my entire brand is built around. So the coach K show outside of being a podcast is a, is a brand and it's a website as well. And there's a central focus or a question that, that drives all of the work that I do. And it's how, how do, how do I become that person that seems to be successful at everything they do? We've all met that person. Everybody has met that person who's just seems to be a cut above everybody else. They, they are for some reason talented at an ungodly amount of skills and they are, you know, they excel at work. They excel in their relationships. They have a nice, maybe a nice body or they're really fit. They have a good business and you kind of know what that looks like for that person if you've met them. And I think that that's a, that's something that you can replicate. I think it's something that you can actually dissect and you can tease out the strategies and perspectives of things that have made them, them successful. And then teach people how to adopt those into their own life. But every lesson I teach, I try to keep as universally applicable as possible. So if I have somebody who wants to be, you know, a physique competitor in, in the fitness space, a very, uh, very specific niche or have, has a very specific goal, I believe when I have an entrepreneur on my podcast, uh, just by the way the show goes or, um, by the approach we take and the, the questions that get asked, I believe that they can take things out of that that will make them better at what they do and get them towards their goal faster. Very nice. I wanted to also say, this is something else, my mind kind of jumps all over the place, but I wanted to say congrats on your new and noteworthy list on iTunes. Thanks, man. We are now alumni with one another, so welcome to the family. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're thinking about or when you see clients or, or friends or just other people in general, whether they're entrepreneurs or just people that want more out of life, you know, it could be a fitness goal, it could just be a, a general thing. Where do you see most people struggle? Where do you see the hang up that most people have? So all struggle when it comes to goal achievement is a result of two things. It's either you're lacking a strategy that's effective or it's some form of self-sabotage. And I think we're going to get more into the mindset piece and the self-sabotage in a little bit. So I'll start by just explaining the, the strategy. So when we, there are so many different angles we can take to the strategy we choose. So let's say I want to lose 50 pounds or let's say I want to start a business or let's say I want to, you know, insert the, insert whatever it is that you want to achieve there. What, what, whatever your end point is, whatever your goal is, um, is usually somebody has an idea of what they want. So that's not usually something we struggle with, but the strategy that you implement to, to, achieve your goal is usually the most difficult part. And the reality is people try to make goal achievement more complicated than it is. It really is a process of determining what you want, um, deciding what the process is going to be to get there. So the action that you're going to have to take to get there and then chunking it down to what you have to do on a daily basis. And once you get those things, you now have a blueprint in place that's going to move you in the direction of where you want to go. If you choose the wrong strategy, which is to say, choose the wrong process or not have an effective process, you'll probably fall off. So one of the biggest things I see is people try to choose a strategy that they want 
they want to have work for them as opposed to something that they know will work for them. So in the fitness space, they might choose like a six day a week program when they haven't worked out in years and they don't even they're discounting the fact that they're completely out of shape, that that program is probably going to be too difficult for them. It's not something they enjoy. That's a huge piece of this. Um, and all of a sudden, three weeks in or even five or six days in, they're not doing it anymore. And they, they blame it on themselves. They feel like they're incapable or incompetent because they've chose, you know, they, they aren't good enough or they aren't strong enough or they aren't, um, you know, fit enough to, to, to finish this program. Whereas um, when I work with a client, we kind of pull up under, we pull up the hood and I say, well, why didn't this strategy work? It's never the fault of the person who's struggling to achieve their goal. It's, it's their responsibility to fix it and to pick a different strategy, but it's never your fault that you can't, uh, you can't implement a specific strategy. I agree with everything you just said a hundred percent. And, uh, one thing I picked up on is you got to eat the elephant one bite at a time. Would you agree? Absolutely. It's that I love, and I love metaphors because I think that they, they really, um, they pack a punch sometimes when somebody, you know, hears that same thing over and over again. We'll just chunk it down. We'll just create a process, you know, set a goal, write your goals down. But it's really, I mean, the eat, I love the eat, eat an elephant metaphor because, or the analogy, it really, I mean, if I had to eat an elephant, think about it. Like there's no way I could do that in one sitting. So if you start looking at your goals, like eating an elephant, it, it packages it nicely. It gives you a, a nice perspective to look at uh, what it is that you want to achieve and how, how you're going to go about doing that and how you're going to be successful. Is it bad that talking about eating an elephant makes me hungry right now? I haven't had breakfast. Actually. <laughs> Sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's how I roll, man. I, uh, this is really me and, uh, I have fun. So, well, I, uh, I love what you just said. And on this show, uh, as you may know, we do talk about mindset a lot. Um, I'm a big believer in mindset and I can tell you are as well. And I write about it a lot in blogging as well. So if we can agree that mindset's a foundational piece of success, talk to us for a minute about your thoughts on the influence that mindset has on all of us. So like I said, the the two ways that people fail to achieve goals or that they struggle to produce the outcome that they want, one is lacking a strategy and two is self-sabotage. And lacking a strategy is that's usually the easy one um, to to fix when I'm working with a client because more often than not, your strategy is a blueprint. And once you have that the right effective strategy in place, you're good to go. Like you know what you have to do. It's not a it's not a mystery anymore. And in this world where we can Google anything and find find a million strategies, it's really not a huge um, time consumer. Where where I where I struggle with clients and um, where I think a coach comes in and, and is really handy for somebody trying to achieve a large goal, especially something they've struggled with over time, is the mindset piece, is the idea of self-sabotage. Because self-sabotage really me just means that there is a part of you, even if it's 5% or 10% of you, that is resisting change, that, is res that has a, a hang-up to becoming whatever it is that you want. So if you want to lose 50 pounds, again, going back to that example, and you're struggling to get yourself in the gym or get yourself up early or to implement a strategy that you know works, it's actually because there's something inside of you saying, I don't want that. I'm afraid of that. I fear that. Maybe it's you're afraid of rejection from a spouse. Maybe it's you're afraid of what your friends are going to think. It's going to change your lifestyle. It's going to require you to spend more money than you're used to. But there's something inside of you that you have to, you or if you're working with a coach, you and I have to talk about and we have to shift your perspective on. And so I love the word mindset, but I do think that that word is something that people hear and sort of gloss over. And so I'll just add that I think a more effective word is just looking at my perspective because my perspective, the perspective that I hold about anything, whether it's my goal, whether it's the relationship that I'm in, whether it's um, my, you know, my 
bank account, whatever it is, is something I choose and I can change my perspective at any given moment. If, if I believe something my whole life and then something comes along, someone comes along and tells me a better way to do it, well, all of a sudden my perspective has changed and now a whole new set of doors open up. I really look at what I do and this is this sounds cheesy, but this is really what I look at, look at coaching as. I feel like I'm a door opener. I feel like when I work with a client, all I'm doing is giving them more options and they're able to see themselves. And from that, they usually come up with whatever it is that's going to work for them. I don't do a whole lot of the, you know, let me hold your hand through this kind of thing. It's more, well, here's another option. What does that do for you? How does that, you know, how does that feel? And it's all about perspective shifts. Absolutely. Very well said, man. It's uh, it's funny, something you just mentioned. I actually was talking to a guy not too long ago and he said, I'm looking for a coach. I want somebody to outline a plan for me and do it for me. I don't actually want to do any work. I just laughed. I was like, <laughs> right. uh, that's not how it works, man. You're not a puppet. We're not puppet masters. So very good. Can I, add, can, can I add to that real quick? Absolutely. So the catch 22 or the funny thing about perspective shifts and about strengthening your mindset is that action is what changes perspective more than anything. And you know this, like if I start a new goal and I make this, if I'm a type, a, a type a person or I'm somebody who needs a plan before I'm willing to take the leap, which is true of many people. And it's not something that's, there's nothing wrong with them. That's just how they, how they function. The reality is your perspective is going to get stronger as you take action. And you're going to like, you're going to learn more than you could ever learn in the first week of doing than in the months it could take leading up to that, you know, that planning or the, the I'm getting ready. Cause eventually at some point, what, I'll, what we say on the coach K show and what you might've heard before on, on other shows is you burn the ships, you have to burn the ships and you have to, you have to just determine that you're not going to leave the Island once you get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you give, if you give yourself no way out, you will find a way to succeed. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, you mentioned perspective. I love perspective. It made me think of a book. Have you by chance ever heard of the book called The Noticer? I have not. No, you should check that out. It's uh, I think it's by Andy Andrews. It's uh, it's all about perspective and it's kind of in a uh, a cool story format, but it's really 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 easy to read, very enjoyable read, but it's just an awesome book all about perspective. So it just popped into my head. I will check it out. Thank you. Speaking of books, I believe you may be an author of your own book. Why don't you uh, take this time, talk about your book a little, tell us why you wrote it, uh, and tell my listeners, uh, Inspire Nation, what they might get from reading your book as well. Sure. So Confined to a Cave is sort of a culmination of my seven or eight years that I spent working in the fitness industry. Uh, That is probably my strongest area of helping people make change because of how specific I can get. And because I, you know, went through that journey myself of going from super overweight to being a fit person that, that adopted, uh, you know, that bought into the fitness lifestyle. So confined to a cave is an analogy. It's actually based off the, um, the allegory of the cave by Plato, uh, the philosopher Plato. And so it's a, it's a fun take on it. It's not anything like if you hear that and you're like, that sounds boring. It's a fun take on it. It's a, it, the book is designed to be read in two or three sittings. It's only about 180 pages and it's full of actionable tips. Um, but basically what it does is take, it takes a, takes the reader, um, and turns exercise and diet into lifelong habits in 30 days. So the tagline of the book is the 30 day mental jailbreak for making health a lifelong habit. And Basically, as you read, you will go through a series of exercises and you'll be presented with tools that um, are considered strategies, kind of like we were talking about a minute ago. And then at the end of the book, there's a full blueprint um, and a plan that you can outline for yourself to spend the next 30 days basically 
you know, with training wheels on, uh, so that you can turn exercise and diet into lifelong habits that you can then take after you're done with the book, after you're done with that experience and just run with, um, at the end of 30 days, typically a habit is formed. Some people say it's longer than that, but 30 days is a, is a good marker. If you can get yourself to do something consistently for 30 days, there's a good chance that you're going to continue doing it from there. Nice, 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 nice. So your book is available on Amazon if uh, folks want to buy that, correct? Yep. It's a, on ebook and paperback as well. Nice. Very nice. Thank you for sharing that, man. By the way, good energy. I like your energy. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, let's talk about your podcast for a minute. I'm a big podcast fan, as you might imagine. And uh, I just actually wrote a blog post last week telling everybody five reasons why they should start their own. And I, I don't think we've seen the golden age of it yet. I th- still think we're, uh, you know, I got involved this year as well, a little bit sooner than you, but just a few months. But I think we're uh, getting involved in the right time. Let's let's hear about yeah. yours a little bit. So my podcast is called the coach K show. The tagline is take action and reach goals with new perspective. I bring on people from, I bring on experts from the fitness realm, uh, business realm, entrepreneurs and relationship coaches as well, and interview them on the strategies and perspectives that people can take and run with that very day to become that person. What we talked about earlier, that person who seems to be successful in everything that they do such that they're able to achieve the goals that matter to them. And so my goal with the show is to make it universally applicable and meaningful to everybody listening. And like I said, anybody who comes on the show, I feel like, um, I feel like you can learn from somebody. Like I had a, a, uh, friend of mine named Nate, or two friends actually, Nate and Steph Yarborough, who run a business called Adventure in a Backpack. They are traveling the world right now and working remotely uh, from an RV. And I think that was one of the most profound interviews that I've ever listened to in terms of setting goals for my business. And it was really fascinating to listen to the 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 teasers that came out from from their story and their journey that have you know then contributed to to me finding actionables and, and milestones that I could, um, put in place in my own, in my own journey. So I try to bring people on, but then when, when I do interview them, whether they are entrepreneurs or they're fitness experts or something, I try to make every episode meaningful and full of takeaways and actionables that people can take from the episode. So much, so much so in fact that to get on my mailing list, all you have to do is it's a free, it's a free, um, free resource, but all you do is put in an email and I have what's called the coach K show mastery. And for every guest on the podcast, I do like a two or three minute, uh, PDF file of the specific actionables that that guest recommended and how you might implement those in your own life. You actually saw that on your website. Very nice with that, by the way. And you know, I've noticed, and I'm sure everybody listening notices as well, your approach to all things coach K is, uh, really focused on actionable steps, which is great. Uh, that's what, you know, people are listening to these podcasts, working out, driving, walking, doing other things. And uh, the takeaways is really important. And you, you're dialed into that probably even better than I am. Uh, what three actionable steps could you share with my audience today that could help initiate some kind of life change for them? So the first thing to do would be to determine your outcome. And when people go about setting goals, a lot of times, and you probably know this, Jason, a lot of times people set goals and when they tell people what they want, they actually tell them what they don't want. So they'll say something like, I don't want my husband to be, you know, this way anymore, or I don't want to look like this anymore, or I don't want, you know, I don't want to have to get another job because my business isn't working. We always start from a place of positive intention. And we always start from a place of what you do want, because what you'll get what you focus on. And that is, that's the biggest thing I've learned at being a coach for this last couple of years is that if 
if I can shift somebody's perspective or shift somebody's focus from one thing to the next, they're going to get results and they're going to get results faster than they could ever imagine. The, the reality is, is your focus, your, what you're focusing on is what you're creating and what you focus on expands. And so I would, I would say sit down. A lot of what I do with these actionable steps, Jason, isn't, isn't telling people to go to the gym or go, you know, do this. It's have a conversation with yourself. A lot of my actionables are things that you can do in the car, things that you can do while you're, you know, mowing the lawn or, th- or something like that, because I know people are, are, are consuming the podcasts when, um, when they're doing other things. And so I want to give them actionable steps that are going to change their perspective and change how they're thinking about manifesting the things that they want from their life. So the first thing I would say is determine your outcome. What do you want? Make sure that there is nothing negative in there. Don't put anything that you don't want because that's what you'll get. If you focus on what you do want, you're more likely to put yourself in the right mindset and be focusing on the things that will uh, create what it is that you want. The second is ask yourself the question, how would reaching my goal, especially if this is something you've struggled with over time, be potentially fun or easy? Uh, the, the reality of questions and why questions are so powerful is because they, they force you to answer something or they force you to put yourself into a certain mindset where you have to come up with an answer. So if I just said, you know, if, if I'm working with a client who's struggling and they say, I just can't get myself to exercise all I you know, one of the first things I'll say is, well, what, what would it look like if it were easy? That's what I did with my podcast, Jason. When I started my podcast, I knew I didn't want to do a whole lot of editing. So I said, okay, I want to impact people. This is my goal. I want to have a podcast. I want to reach thousands of people each week. I don't want to edit. I don't want to do this. I don't, you know, I, I knew what parts I didn't want. So I, I came up with a, a, a definition of how my podcast, how, how to reach my goal of having a weekly podcast, but, but still making it fun and easy. And that goes back to the sustainability. That's how we get people to do things every week and to implement a strategy that, you know, it's going to work for them, something that's going to work for them long term because consistent output and consistent behavior is what manifests the results that you're looking for. And then the last thing um, is to get started. Honestly, like I said a minute ago, action shifts perspective, perspective, perspective more than anything, and it'll strengthen your mindset. The, the more action you take, the broader your body of evidence is going to be that you can be successful and the deeper your convictions are going to be around your ability to create what it is that you want in your life. So if you can get yourself to go to the gym for a week and you haven't gone to the gym for several years, that's a huge win. And those small wins compound really quickly. And over the course of you know 30 to 60 days, you're an entirely new person. So the third thing I would say is just get started. You're going to wish that you started two months ago if you don't start today. And you're going to wish that you started a year from today if you don't start until then. So the sooner you get started and the sooner you're willing to embrace failure, the, the more, you know, the better off you're going to be. Man, very good stuff, Ben. I appreciate that very much. Yeah, it's so frustrating about the third one you said. Man, I, I can't tell you how many people that I know and I talk to, they've got the great ideas, I've got all the stuff figured out, but they just, they suffer from over-analysis paralysis. And it's like, stop mm-hmm. overthinking it. Just do it. Go, go, go. Drives me nuts, man. I would chat. I would say, you know, if you're listening to this and you're that person, if that resonates with what Jason, if you, if you're resonating with what Jason just said, I would recommend that you just set a 10, 10 minutes a day goal for the next week. Uh, because the reality is, is your, your perspective is going to shift in the first couple minutes. You're going to start seeing things and new doors are going to start opening within the first few minutes of you taking action. So if it, like, for example, when I have a fitness client that really struggles with that, that paralysis by analysis that you're talking about, we'll usually start off with, okay, your goal between now and the next time I talk, I talk with you is you're going to walk 30 minutes every day for the next two weeks. Next time we talk, we'll see how that goes. And if you can do that, um, we'll add something else in. And so a lot of my coaching is, is following the snowball effect. And like, you know, to start an avalanche, you have to get a snowball rolling down the hill first. So 
a lot of people get hung up on getting results really quickly, but the reality is that the people we see in magazines and the people that we see uh, producing the results that we're searching after and the feelings that we're searching after are getting those by putting in consistent work over time. And and to eat an elephant or to climb a mountain, you have to you have to start with a couple steps. It's just it's just how the world works. It's not that if you want to believe otherwise, you're that might be the reason that you're struggling. That might be the perspective that you need to shift if you're going to start getting the results that you want. Well, very very nice, man. Very nice. I'm actually uh, so much a fan of what you're saying. I'm going to add your show to the podcast list and start listening weekly and follow you. I like this, man. Good stuff. It's awesome. Thank you. Well, what's next for your brand? Uh, we know some of the things that you've done to this point, and I certainly feel confident that uh, you're just getting warmed up, man. You're not even anywhere near <laughs> where you're going to end up. So uh, how do you see it? Where, do you, where are you going from here? So I've been working on a little project the last couple of weeks. I'm going to be going live with my YouTube channel in the next month. Um, I I keep telling people, you know, next week, next week, but I just need to make sure everything is in place so that it, like I said, it's fun and easy and it's something that is going to add value and going to help other people. So I'm putting the final touches on my YouTube channel right now. I'm launching a series called my goal sabbatical year. Uh, it's going to document my travels through Europe and through Southeast Asia and how I'm still running a business and maintaining coaching clients and reaching my fitness business and relationship goals while I'm on the road living out of a backpack and with very few, um, you know, very few other things that people, you know, hold on to. Like, you know, I'm not going to have a, a lot more than a few pairs of clothes and things like that. So I want to show people that producing results is really the, the, the consistent output or the, you know, the, what you're doing on a daily basis and show people that I'm committed to the process, even though I'm traveling through this YouTube channel, uh, through this, these, this series of videos. And then I guess the other thing I'm doing is just really working to grow my podcast and spread my influence, uh, as, as I'm traveling that the podcast won't be going anywhere. So I'm really working right now to get those podcast episodes in place so that I can leave and be, you know, abroad and not have to worry about it. But uh, to sum up what you're what you asked uh, right now it's really my two focus focus points are the the youtube channel and to continue to grow my podcast from where we are awesome man i love it when i come across somebody like yourself that you know talks about a lot of things but you know like you said earlier does them himself or herself it's it's always confusing when when people talk about something but don't actually do what they say themselves so it's great to see somebody <laughs> uh, so authentic and so driven and willing to take action so awesome man well we I'm, all struggle and let me just add like real quick that, and sorry to cut you off, Jason, but we all, we all, we all struggle. Uh, we all have our own struggles and like, I'm like anybody else where I have struggles and I have things that, that are difficult for me. As I mentioned, I was overweight for a, a lot, a long period of my life. And the reality is like the, the authenticity piece is what gets people to open their doors and, and let me help them or let me impact them. Because if I was standing on this platform being the, you know, the end all be all the person who has nothing wrong with them being that person, people would just think I'm arrogant. And so my life goal, and this could change, but I don't see it changing is to master the craft of teaching. Uh, there's nothing else that I get more excited about than those little aha moments when I see the light bulb finally turn on for somebody and they go, wow, I can do this. And so though I'm a coach, though I'm a, a blogger, a podcaster, an author and things like that, at the end of the day, I'm a teacher. And so being the best teacher, I did this when I was a, a teacher in a, in a public school setting and I'll do this as I continue to grow a business. Being a teacher is, you know, you don't ha people don't have respect for you if you don't practice what you preach. And that's just my philosophy on life. So, no, I think you're spot on, my friend. Well, how can my listeners reach you and all of your resources if they want to? So, I'm primarily on 
Oh, if you want to go to the coachkshow.com, first of all, you can find everything that has come out to this point. If you are a podcast listener, which you probably are because you're listening to this right now, uh, <laughs> the Coach K Show is on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, just the you know the, the regular channels that most podcasts are on. And then you can follow me on YouTube, uh, which would be awesome as I get ready to launch this new series. So the Coach K Show on YouTube, and then. Instagram, I usually post something every day on Instagram. So I'm most active on Instagram, and that's just at the Coach K Show with no spaces. All right, and I'm going to add one more thing to that. Inspire Nation, uh, do me a favor. Go to iTunes and uh, leave Ben a review for his podcast, the Coach K Show. Leave him a positive review. Check it out. I know you'll like it. I can tell I'll like it as well, but uh, show him that support if you wouldn't mind. That'd be great. And uh, my friend, I appreciate you coming on. Jason, I appreciate uh, you having me on. Thanks a lot. All right, we are back. What did you guys think about that conversation? Ben, I know you're listening. Thank you, my friend. Uh, appreciate you reaching out to me. That was great. I would love to talk to you again in the future. Um, I believe your future is bright, my friend. Very, very bright. And uh, can't wait to see where you go from here. So for everybody else listening, Inspire Nation, uh, I'd love for you guys to uh, reach out to me and let me know why you do what you do. Uh, it doesn't matter what you do for a job or for a business. I'd love to hear what you guys, um, you know, what your why is. What, Not why you want to do something, but what's your passion, why you do everything that you do. I'd love to hear that. Uh, feel free to reach out to me on the website or on social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm not hard to find. And uh, like I said, I'd love to hear what you have to say. If you guys want to check out these show notes, um, you can go to intentionallyinspirational.com slash episode 39. And if you go to the website and you look at the podcast page, um, myself and my content manager, my team, have, uh, mostly her, not as much me, but have put a lot of time into that lately. And we've redesigned it. And it's really, really cool. I love it. It's mobile friendly. And all the episodes are embedded right there on the page. And then there's a link under each episode for those uh, show notes. And it's just really, really slick and pulls everything in as cleanly as I've ever seen it on my site. So I'm really, really happy with that. But if you type in the URL, intentionallyinspirational.com forward slash episode 39, it'll take you straight to where you want to go there as well. So either way works, but the way it's set up now is uh, much nicer and much more user-friendly than we've ever seen. I appreciate your ear, guys. I appreciate you listening. I know you guys are working out or driving to and from a destination. Perhaps you're walking or perhaps you're you're studying for school. Uh, no matter what you're doing, I love having you guys listen. Um, I hope you come back next week for another show, and I will keep doing my best to bring in great guests like I did today that offer inspiring stories, actionable tips, and a little bit of entertainment as well. You guys take care. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of our show. We hope that we brought you one step closer to maximizing your greatness. See you next time.